0: finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. New Year's resolutions are stupid. Why are you wasting time or energy making resolutions anyway? I got a better plan that I'm going to share with you on today's episode. Millennial
1: Money with Shauna Compton-Games. It will expand your brain.
0: Happy New Year, my friend. Depending on when you're listening to this episode, it's either still 2019 or we've crossed over into 2020. There's just something that sounds so exciting to me about 2020. It's this great round number, and I really feel like things are going to shift for you next year. I feel like dreams are going to come alive and challenges are going to fade. I feel like goals that you've been struggling to hit, suddenly you're going to hit with stride. And I feel like you're going to step into a whole new money mindset, one where you can be proactive and active in your finances without fear and shame and guilt and all those ridiculous emotions. And one certainly where no matter what budget you're working with, you're going to kick the paycheck to paycheck cycle to the curb. This episode is the first episode on the podcast for 2019, and I wanted to reboot it as the last episode for 2019 to remind you about all the good things that have happened this year, how far you've come, what's in store for next year. I said in this episode that I wanted to come back in the end of 2019 and tell you that I feel really good being me and that I'm in love with my own path. That was my goal for 2019. And what I can tell you now, looking back at the year, is I feel so blessed for the place I'm in. So many great things happened in 2019. And i maybe not Totally in love with my path, but I'm definitely in a real, I like you (laughs) kind of way with my path. Like things are really starting to crystallize in a way that they didn't last year. So that I'm thankful for. But getting to have a conversation with you about money and life each week, it's just such an honor. And we're entering into our fifth year. I cannot honestly believe it. And I couldn't do this podcast without you, truthfully. Every time you share an episode with your friends or email me with your success stories and questions, it just keeps me motivated to keep hanging out with you and bring you the best content possible. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you so much from that. And now onto one of my favorite episodes, and I think just a great way to send off 2019 and send in 2020 is to remember what 2019 had in store for us. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2019. Yes, this is the year I like this year. I like the way 2019 sounds. It's just got this ring to it. It's enthusiastic. It's exciting. It's ready for some amazing stuff to happen. Brew some coffee or tea if you like. I'm not a coffee girl, so hang with me on the tea. If you've had a long night, totally get it. Sit back, put your feet up for this podcast episode. I want you to focus on a few things as we get into the new year. We're just going to kind of tiptoe our way into this new year because I realize it's January 1st, and there's a lot that comes with January 1st. There's sometimes this overwhelming expectation of what the new year means and Your brain can start going absolutely crazy on you. I don't want that to happen. I want this to be an exciting, but a calm, a mellow podcast where you can think about 2019 in a different way than 2018. Maybe. I know. I am super excited to think about 2019 different than 2018. 2018 was, I don't even know the word to describe it, it probably would be some sort of swear word, but it was a really friggin' hard year for me. And the twist was that it was also the year where I brought in more income than I have in the past. But other than that, it was just a freaking hard year. I don't know about you, but there was something about 2018. The day I woke up, January 1st, 2018, things just started to go a little kooky for me. And <laughs> They didn't let up, honestly. The, the end of the year got a little bit better for me, but it was crazy. But I want you to think about what can you throw away that didn't work for you last year? What were those things that you would just throw in the trash from 2018 and never come back to? Throw them away. I want to get rid of those things, and I'm going to be doing this in the process with you, so we're going to be doing it together, if that's okay with you. I don't want you to worry about what will happen this year either, because I find that sometimes we get into January 1st and all of the festivities about New Year and you see all these articles already today and Instagram posts and Facebook posts and Twitter posts about all these people making these crazy resolutions that, let's be honest, you know they're not going to stick. So I don't want you to worry about getting competitive or getting freaked out already with what other people are doing. And I want you to be present right now with what you've got in the bank account. Celebrate what that is. Celebrate the place that you're at, because that's really important. And it may seem airy-fairy and ridiculous, but it's not. And when I started to learn to appreciate and celebrate what was in my bank account, things started to change for me. And I thought, this is the most ridiculous thing ever. Like, this isn't a strategy or a tip. And then I realized that every single person that I had worked with in financial planning in the past 12 plus years and the things that I learned running businesses and different things like that, it was that aha moment, that that light bulb moment where you started to realize that something that seemed impossible was possible. And not just that moment of realization, but the action that went behind that and that's the magical combination that is where the secret sauce lives that is where things start to explode in your life in a very good way and i tell you this because i have been through this and i have been through those years where my brain was not in it it was not in the game it i didn't want to hear anything positive i didn't want you to give me a pep talk i didn't want any of that bullshit I just wanted to sit and wallow in whatever state I was in. And you know what the crazy thing is? Is that nothing changed for me. (laughs) That's probably not surprising. I didn't feel better. I didn't earn more money. I didn't reach my goals. Just nothing. My relationship wasn't good. There was nothing great about it. And so I thought there's got to be a better way. There's got to be something different that is really the secret behind how you become successful, and this past year twenty eighteen, I should say, I really started to dig out those things. What are the common denominators that I've seen with people that have made a lot of money or people who maybe haven't made a lot of money but are really successful and really happy? What may motivates somebody to actually stick with saving money? What motivates somebody to quit their job and start a business and they're they're actually profitable? All of those things, I I really started to dissect those and figure out what the common denominators were. And some of the stuff is common sense, and yet it's stuff that we just don't do. So I started off this episode telling you that New Year's resolutions are stupid, and I'm going to end telling you that New Year's resolutions are stupid. I'm standing behind my firm statement. Why? According to a U.S. news report, 80% 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by February. <laughs> 80%? That's actually a much higher number than I would have thought. And in a poll that was taken in 2017, 53% of people said their resolution was to save money and 45% was to lose weight and get in shape. And 25% of people said they just wanted to have more sex. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Those aren't bad resolutions, but they don't stick. How can we make these things stick? Because if 80% of people's New Year's resolutions are failing by February, we got 11 more months in this year that we have to get through. And I don't want to trudge through those 11 months and not achieve anything. And I don't want you to do that either. I don't think you want to do that. Why does this happen? Well, I think because life sweeps you away. And before you know it, you're overspending, eating all of the chocolate you can get your hands on or whatever your fixation is with food. Mine happens to be french fries, so that would be me in a pillow of french fries. And who has time for sex, right? I'm just kidding, but seriously. You know what I mean? Life just gets in the way and it 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 washes away those goals and those things that were so important to you when you woke up today. Whatever you're thinking about today, like, yeah, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that and this is gonna be amazing. Chances are that if you don't put any action behind those, those resolutions are gonna fall apart. So you've got to have a different plan for success. It's not about the resolutions. It's about the action. It's about... What energy you put behind these goals, behind these things that you want to do. And I even think it's about breaking down the goals into little bits and pieces that are, my God, so much easier for you to manage, to wrap your brain around, to set an action plan, to actually hit. So you're motivated and you're excited about these things because the motivation actually will carry you so much further than you think. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is. the only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and enter code ETM at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash ETM. Go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and use code ETM for 20% off. Talking about money is hard. You know this already. All over the world, people are taught to never talk about money, politics, sex, or religion. In polite company. On 50 Fires, a podcast about money and meaning from executive producers Chip and Joanna Gaines, host and financial conversationalist Carl Richards will remove money from that list by having frank, funny, and often difficult conversations about money, the kind we're all told not to have, with guests from all walks of life. In each episode, Carl will invite a new guest to answer the question, what does money mean to you? Their answers will reveal much more than their attitudes about money, spanning revelations about identity, community, faith, family, and the true meaning of wealth. Tune in to hear deep conversations about money and the meaning it holds in our lives. You can find 50 Fires on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Last year, I said a ton of resolutions. When I look back on the list, only the things that I actively pursued that I made an effort for really changed. The others, they just fell off. They laughed in my face. They're still sitting there on a piece of paper and (laughs) none of them have got checked off. In fact, they're not even making the list this year. It's like, like my goal of working out four days a week last year. I never hit that one with consistency. There were some weeks, sure, I would go four days, but honestly, if I'm going to be real with you, most weeks, it was about a two-dayer, and I had to be happy about two days. It's half a four, so it's something to celebrate, but I found out about my situation, my money, that it it didn't work unless I worked it, so we're going to shake some things up this year on Millennial Money Podcast, and I hope you'll be excited for the changes Don't worry, we're still going to bring you episodes two days a week, but we're going to focus on all January around big goals and money fears. Each episode is going to focus in on one of those things, things like the stress around debt and how you can get paid off this year, how you can get in a better relationship with your partner and money because, oh my gosh, there's nothing like fighting with your partner about money to really... (laughs) It it forces you to focus on things that takes you off from your goals, and you shouldn't be having those fights around money. Maybe little tiffs here and there, but nothing that is blown up, no screaming matches, none of that. Maybe why this year is a best one to start a business and how you can make it successful and make money, because that is the goal of starting a business. Maybe you want to get married or buy a house or start a family. These are all great big goals. They require a ton of planning. (laughs) You've got to get your hands dirty in the best possible way, but they require your attention. Otherwise, they just sneak up on you and then you find yourself in a place where you either have to turn to debt or you're begging and borrowing money and you're taking money out of your 401k and a wedding or buying a house ends up costing you way more money than just if you would have been smart and planned it out. I'm not saying it's not smart if you have to take money out of those places, because sometimes those are the best of not great options. But maybe if we backed up a little bit from those goals, we could come up with a different plan that was slightly more advantageous for you and your money and your future and all those things you want to do. I want to live abroad. I don't know what it is. I watch House Hunters International (laughs) incessantly. I don't know how many episodes are on our DVR, but it is like candy for me just watching those episodes and figuring out which house they would have, figuring out where I would live and what my life would be like. I think that's why those episodes are so well-loved. I don't know what season they're in. I'm trying to think if it's season, it's, they have had so many seasons, it is ridiculous But there's something to that show. I think there's something aspirational that when you tune into that show, you just, you think like me. You wonder what your life would be like and where you would go shopping and the local market that you would buy your stuff and how awesome it would be to live somewhere else. But I have that goal, at least for a short period of time. This year, I want to take a month trip in Europe and I don't really want to have to work for that month. And in order for me to be able to do that, I have to start planning. I I had to start planning in 2018, to be honest with you. But that is a huge goal for me. And Jeff has Irish roots. His grandmother is of Irish descent, and he would love to buy a place in Ireland. I'm not sure. I think the rain might make me super sad. If you live in Ireland, let me know how you tolerate it. (laughs) But uh, anyway, I, I have these big goals, and they're crazy, and they're outlandish. But I'm putting action behind them because I know that's the only way to to make these things actually happen. Maybe you might be interested in getting in a better mind-body wellness relationship. That's another goal for me for 2019, to understand how to use what I put in my body and what I surround myself with and the things that I'm thinking about in my mind, all of those things to help me reach my goals. I don't know if wellness is something that you're focusing on. But certainly in 2018, I had so many different lessons around wellness. And it really has me thinking about all of those factors that go into success. And certainly wellness is one of them. Maybe student loans might be getting you down. They just aren't going anywhere. Why not have a solid plan of attack to get those taken care of this year? They're Are so many goals, so many goals. We could go on for hours and hours and hours about all of the amazing goals. But again, if we're just thinking about resolutions and we don't have any action behind it, we're not going anywhere. (laughs) They're not, they're not happening. They're just on a piece of paper. And next year we're going to come around and we're going to do the same thing again. And we're going to be sad and depressed because we didn't actually hit any of these goals. So it's 2019, and maybe you're still hungover from last night, which I won't judge you for. I'll probably be joining you in that (laughs) at least a little bit, although getting drunk doesn't feel the same anymore as it did when I was in my early 20s. The recovery is much longer, and I don't like having that weird feeling that you have the day after where you're just exhausted, you didn't sleep well, your stomach is like gurgly, so, I'm hoping you just fare much better than I do. If I drink anything other than champagne or like a light drink mixed with tequila, I'm completely toast the next day. So I really have to on New Year's Eve pace myself, eat a lot of food to soak up alcohol, and just just be smart. <laughs> but that's me. That's me. But once you pull the covers off this morning, you're ready to face twenty eighteen. I want you to let all of those thoughts of overwhelm about what you need to do tomorrow and the intensity, again, that comes with New Year's, I just want you to melt that away and think about one thing you want to do this year. It could be big. It could be little. It doesn't matter. Just get it in your head. Okay, you got it? You got got that idea? You got that picture in your head? Now, don't overthink that thing. Just write it down. Put it in the notes of your phone. We're going to come back to that. But for now, don't exert too much more effort. Just make that note and then climb back in your covers, grab your coffee or your tea, and just hunker down for the day. You deserve a day to just relax, to ease your way into 2019, like small little baby steps today. Nothing crazy, nothing outlandish. So my goal for 2019, other than what we already talked about, is to completely 100% be in love with my own path in life this year. No apologies, no comparison, no critique, just authentically believe that I am the best version of me that there is. And if we dissect that goal, it's ridiculously complicated. In fact, I'm kind of freaking out now that I just said that to you because there's a lot of action that I have to put behind that goal in order for that to really take place. It started to take shape in 2018. I started to really understand who I was. And I don't know if you've ever been on this journey yourself. It sounds crazy to be the age you're at and to feel like you don't really know yourself. But I think it's because either family situations or or friends or whatever it may be for you, you assume this role in life. And this role may not be exactly who you are. And I think it takes some time to realize that you're playing a role and that's not exactly the whole piece of you or all the pieces of you. And I started really putting those puzzle pieces together in 2018. It was probably why the year was so bumpy and hard for me, but putting those pieces together gave me some time to start bubbling up to the surface, if you will, that I'm a cool person. And that I should really enjoy myself and that I don't need anybody else's permission to be me, nor do I need to change myself. I am just who I am. Sure, I need to make modifications and I need to be a nice person to other people and all of those normal (laughs) life responsibilities, but I really want at the end of 2019 to come back on the podcast and to tell you that I feel super good being me I've embraced all of the things that have happened in my past, and I achieve that goal. All of the little nitty-gritty bits that go into that, whether it be the stuff that I want to do with the podcast or the stuff I want to do personally or the health goals or whatever it may be, that I've really embraced that. But right now, I'm taking the same medicine. I'm not overthinking. I'm just writing it down because it's January 1st, and we're just, again, we're easing into this day. So, yeah, New Year's resolutions, they're stupid. They don't get you anywhere but frustrated and maybe a few gym visits this week because you feel guilty about what you ate. Maybe you don't feel guilty, but you just want to go to the gym. Yeah, cool. But this year, I'm talking to you about real change, about success, about embracing your bank account and turning what you've got in there to set yourself up for one kick ass 2019. So, I just want to know are you with me? Are we going to do this together? Are we going to look back at the end of 2019 and say, that was a kick-ass 2019. And that goal, that thing we were thinking about as we were laying in bed on January 1st, we did that thing. But we didn't just do that thing. We did a lot of other things because we were really smart about the year. Hey, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. It's absolutely free and you'll make sure you never miss an episode of Millennial Money. You can also listen to all our episodes on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and Pandora.